5: to episode 163 of the Rusticle Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM,
3: Alex, and you're with me today, I have... Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, and Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Solve Smith, a Hamid Salaharoun al Sel Sidebottom, and Azu.
5: I'd like to table a motion that from now on Hamid has to introduce, because he has the leadership feat, the name of every single other character <laughs> that he's also responsible for every single <laughs> time, quickly and efficiently. Anyone going to second? I'll start training. Good, good to know. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hamid Salad,
6: and this is the Dragonettes.
5: Um, okay, so.
6: Hamid Salaharun Altahan, Scrock, Dral, Natan, Tadika, Driak, Sasra, Mick. Okay, when you can double time it, I am gonna applaud you on air. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not there yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll get there
5: if you really want yeah. that.
7: <laughs> he will rise to your challenge.
5: So, we are gonna pick up where we left off, which is. Everyone making a big song and dance about not wanting to die on the airship, which is flying perfectly well and was technically within tolerances from a certain point of view. Okay? So I'm trying to give you a restful journey. I really am. No, you're is, not. That is a is lie. What it, that's what it looks like to me. <laughs> I'm getting you there quicker. That's that's no. a good
7: thing. Flames are rising. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I am going to lay some stuff out on the table now, and we're going to have to go a little bit meta at the start of this episode, Mm -hmm. and then we can dive into some fun RP and stuff like that. So no, not meta. This journey, Mm -hmm. even at your accelerated speed, is going to take a couple of weeks at least. Mm -hmm. You are making fabulous speed if this can be sustained, like really good speed. However, A, it's quite far, and Mm -hmm. B, you are going to be travelling across lands that have never been travelled across, And where people who have travelled across die a lot. Sometimes they freeze to death. Sometimes the airship just stops working and no one ever found out why because no one survived to explain why. There are creatures, there are monsters, there is a reason that meritocrats just saw this vast horizon and went, nah, So wait, are we cutting through Russia and Siberia? Yes. Right, cool. You are going to be cutting through the northern wastes. You are also
6: basically going to be cutting north of... Like the UK, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. According to Google, it is exactly six thousand seven hundred and fifty kilometers. There you go. Mm, wow. And yeah, it sort of crosses China, Mongolia, and then huge tracts of Russia. But you you end up. I mean, if you if you take the shortest possible route, you actually end up cutting north over Finland and Norway and Sweden. Even you don't even cross Scandinavia. But I guess we may stay slightly closer to civilization and then swing up at the last minute, depending mm. on. But
5: what I am leading to on the meta side is it's a big journey, okay? Mm. And as it's a big journey, there is a lot of downtime, which means I'm going to be accelerating time frequently. Mm-hmm. Obviously, stuff is going to be happening, but at the same time, from a, you know how you don't like the breathe in, breathe out questions from my end? Mm. At the same end, if you try to RP every single meal, it will take us two weeks. Um, so it's, it's going to be an element of our, us picking our moments.
7: Fine, I won't do any slow burn romances. Oh,
5: hmm. no, they're fine. <laughs> It's just that what I'm going to do is I'm going to montage them.
7: <laughs> Can't montage a yes, slow you point. Can. of a slow burn. Is that it's three hundred thousand words before they kiss? Yes.
5: You just do a you just do a supercut of meaningful glances and skip to the end.
7: Okay. <laughs> Terrible fanfic. Like, click 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 click.
3: <laughs> that is an accurate summation. Helen is a ship sommelier, and you're coming at her with this bottom of the barrel just you want romance you can buy it by the liter like everyone else
8: <laughs> oh this is this is like the Tesco like where it says white cooking wine yeah <laughs> Alex, Alex
3: is the economy bag wine of fan fiction
5: <laughs> grape flavoured alcohol that's what we're all going to be on your
7: vodkat <laughs> oh.
5: so with that in mind I would like to know At the start, before things develop and so on, a basic statement of intent from everyone about what, if there's anything that you want to be achieving, either as a player or a character over this journey. So I will give an example. For Carter, it will be don't get caught. Oh no. Yeah. As a hypothetical. Oh yeah. (laughs) So with that in mind, if anyone doesn't have one, I'd recommend having a bit of a mole. But if anyone does have one, do go first. Having a statement of intent is going to be useful because it'll give me something to latch onto as I generate these things.
3: So I'll—I think mine's going to be quite short because you know I've been doing a lot of conversation time recently. I think at this point, like Zolf is pretty uh, chill. Like there is a clear goal. Uh, we have an objective, which is the kind of stuff that tends to send him spiraling if we don't have that. So his main objective is like trying to slowly ease Earhart out of the self-destructive behaviour, like mm. keeping an eye on her and if she goes too far, it's mutiny like that. Mm. Sure. But would rather she backs off from sod it you know, I'm going to turn the ship into a bomb and fire it into a mouth, whether I'm on it or not, sort of attitude to something a little more reasonable. But other than that, like for other people, Zolf is like seems a lot more content and open to talk and things. Like he's not being horribly standoffish or, or weirdly grumpy or anything like that. Understood. Anyone else?
7: Azu is probably gonna join in with Zolf on keeping an eye on Earhart because Azu thought Azu thought it had gone really well and then Earhart just went off the rails and now Azu's like, oh dear, maybe we should have picked someone else out of the <laughs> What?
3: Well, to be fair, out of the one person that we had the option to pick, right?
7: yes. <laughs> However, I don't think anyone has actually told Azu about the mutiny plan. So <laughs> for her, that's it's just, just a... this is fine. Everyone else just doesn't notice how bad this is.
3: That's oh. fair, actually. Yeah. I, I Ben had forgotten that, but I will bring Azu in to this as of. So that's maybe the one conversation. Like no, I, think
7: I was thinking it would happen. be an interesting character choice, and you're like, oh, paladins won't be down with a mutiny. Oh.
3: <laughs> no, but it's like a self-care mutiny.
7: It is. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's I'm less of saying, a mutiny and more of an intervention.
3: I'm yeah, I'm saying really. that would be
7: your thought process. As it would totally mutiny. No, um, no, no. Like I,
3: I, I, I think genuinely like self Bahar, it's an intervention. Yeah. <laughs> Walk True. the plank. We really think you've been going for that white whale, maybe a little bit too much. All right, <laughs> maybe just start at a grey whale and brawl, work your way up.
7: Yeah. You know. <laughs> Right. Uh
3: but 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 as a genuine like character thing, I think Zolf trusts Azu's judgment enough to bring her in on this. It's not like Aww. it's not one of the paladins that you have to be like kid gloves, you know, Azu is pretty pragmatic. So that means he would a be lot. happy to bring her in.
7: Yeah, so that's gonna be number one, looking after Earhart. Number two, get to know everyone. She's gonna obviously hang out with Hamid lots. Gonna hang out with Sel. Naturally she's gonna be uh hanging out with Zolf because they're both Sort of surreptitiously watching out like.
3: Mm-hmm. In shit. Is there is there yeah. lots of like us sitting on a bench, both reading a Campbell novel, and they we're both like looking over the top of it. Like, <laughs> hmm. We've cut little holes. In no, no, you do not <laughs> cut holes in. Ca- do not disrespect Campbell like that. Okay. How dare? Okay, you? I take
7: it back. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and she's going to try and get to know uh, Barnes and not Carter, and also the rest of the. <laughs> Crew. Maybe not the, the smelly old man, but Mr. Big Arms and the singing lady. Smelly old man might be nice,
3: not a romantic yeah. interest, but he might be a lovely, interesting individual. Azu Shallow, canon. Yeah. No! <laughs> how
5: <laughs> how you said, dare! You
3: said you didn't want to get notes. Uh, you know, what we've seen in text, like the textual facts are, you know, piling mm. up here. I'm, I'm not <laughs> making accusations. I'm just spitting truths.
7: <clears throat> to me, I, so I wrote down to Sig if smelly old man chews tobacco.
5: I mean that is an accurate description. I think. Yep. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying it's going to be an easy win. Like he's not necessarily someone who I would ine- immediately try and make a pass at. But who knows?
7: Okay, I'll revise. She will attempt to talk to to him, but we'll see if that <laughs> if he continues being taciturn or not. <laughs>
5: In which case, then I got two more party members left to account for.
8: Cell is going to be extremely unsubtly concerned about Earhart, like. Cell is pretty convinced that this attitude will get them killed extremely quickly. This is not a wait mm-hmm. and see situation.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
8: But at the moment that Earhart is, say, asleep, or when <laughs> Cell does not need to be worrying about that, over the longer term, they're extremely interested in getting to know people and hearing more of these juicy backstories. Because, <laughs> whoa, these people have been busy. Like, Cell thought they had stories, but whoa. <laughs> um, this is some you've, good stuff.
5: It feels like you've fit five years' worth of stuff into, <laughs> yeah. into all of three days.
8: This is, this is a lot. There's a lot to hear about, and, you know, they're here for it. And, yeah, polishing their draconic and being very friendly with the kobolds.
5: I'm going to tell you now, by the end of this journey, you'll be fluent.
8: I mean, they probably already are, by, like, mechanically.
5: Mechanically,
6: yeah. you're, you're basically mm. there. In which case, then, that leaves Hamid. Hamid is going to mostly avoid Earhart. He has no interest in trying to appease another racist in his life. Bah. He is, however, going to watch for how she is treating the kobolds. And if she treats them with disrespect or, you know, cruelty, he is going to step in and, you know, he, he kind of has an itchy trigger finger. You know, he, he might, if that kind of goes wrong, he might need to be restrained because he's on a bit of a hair trigger with the potential for her to mistreat the kobolds and for somebody who can cast Scorching
3: Ray woof, yeah. Now
5: Bryn, just to be aware, you, you may not have considered this but with with air travel the way it is if someone was to, for instance, lose their temper it could be really bad for the party and it could even lead to a party split so you know just just keep an eye on that, don't be don't be that
3: guy, you know I don't know anything about what's going on here You don't even get to blame it on Grizzle because it was Zolf and history's just gone full circle Oh yes, oh yes other than
6: that, Hamid is very keen to have some proper socializing time in a lower stress environment with everyone yeah. involved. Given previous conversations with Barnes and Carter, he's not really interested in getting to know either of them terribly much better, but he is interested in getting to know all three members of the party better. Rebonding with Zolf after, you know, some tense times and that all the time apart, he wants to hear all about what happened to Zolf in the 18 months reaffirming his bond with Azu and just getting to know each other better because they care about each other a lot but they don't necessarily know each other's past that well yeah true and he is uh, really wants to make better friends with Cell because they've had an awesome time working together and he's very excited about blowing stuff up together basically once they're back <laughs> on back on dry land as it were yeah he'd like to get to know the crew the the other three members of the crew he doesn't have any particular by, you know He's not particularly more interested in any one of them than the others, but he, he wants to know them and understand them a bit, especially because of the, <laughs> the risk of potential mutiny. He'd like to be able to kind uh... of understand what might happen and how they might feel about it. He's also keen to get to know the kobolds as individuals. What he'd really like to do is, if he's got multiple weeks... Is to encourage each of the kobolds to become more of their own person. So they don't, they're not so interchangeable, so they're not necessarily, you know, like right now we do refer to them, and we probably will continue to, as just the kobolds, as like a homogenous group. But he'd like to encourage them to have, you know, a bit more individuality and to express that and to he'd like to basically coach them to have a bit more self-belief and self-confidence in the way that Skrk does, because Skrk is very much his own person now and frequently disagrees with Hamid and he'd like the other Cobos to feel confident enough to do the same.
8: Can I, before we, like, underline, given previous rules I had about no romance for Sasha, that Sel is very not held by that rule. Understood. I, that, is, <laughs> that is not, that's just not, a, that's not a barrier. In fact, they have very few. Barriers. Okay,
5: thank you for that, everyone. That is a lot of things that I can now sabotage. I appreciate that. <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay. With that in mind, then. Can I just remind you of the Alexander J. Newell quote, part-time nightmare merchant, full-time sweetheart. I know. I will be holding what you a to lie to that or sue you for false advertising. I know what I wrote.
8: In fact, <laughs> no. I... Uh, an- you are not part-time. <laughs> you, are, you, you are not part-time anywhere. What <laughs> you have well, is a, a double life. Yeah. That is an
5: accurate statement. Yeah. That, in fact... An overtime nightmare mention. In fact, that, that when I wrote <laughs> it, I was like, this is a lie, and then did it anyway. <laughs> so, I am going to say a couple of things on the first cu- couple of days... There is no chance for any kind of social interaction whatsoever because Earhart is drilling everyone into a crew, and that includes the four party members. Yeah, that makes sense. You do not have a say. There is no capacity for passengers on this vessel. As such, all of you are being worked
3: hard. She is not... Sorry, just speaking of hard work as well, I've realised we don't necessarily have a ship's cook and I'm going to do as much of that as I can do while still being an effective first mate. Understood. Uh,
8: Cell cell can... I mean, it's alchemy, basically. It's like basic alchemy. It's it's alchemy. Sometimes your cakes explode.
5: Cell, what is this?
8: It's an efficient
5: casserole. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what that means is everyone is worked hard and, like hit the hammocks asleep for the first couple of days what I am going to do is something that I've never done before everyone gets a free skill rank profession
3: airship crew oh I don't like that because that implies that profession sailor is less effective because of the existence of an alternative oh dear so
5: What that does mean is I would like people to, this is strictly for fluff, don't worry, I'd like people to pick a proficiency in terms of, like, what is the bit that you're most responsible for? However immaterial it is, like, even if Hamid is just, you're going to be stitching a lot of sails, I don't really care, but what is the thing that you end up being
6: best at out of the group, or at least having a on for? Hamid takes to navigation. He spent his first year at Cambridge University studying mathematics before he switched Ah. to magic. So he has a background in mathematics, he has the instinctual ability of understanding flight and therefore air currents, Mm -hmm. and he ends up taking to both those aspects and combining them into a sort of, like he can't necessarily do the mechanical side of flying, but he can sort of he can navigate a bit and he can, under you know, he, he doesn't know how to sail the ship as such, but he can be like, well, it's going to be better if we head east by an extra couple of degrees to go round the next storm or because the air currents over the Himalayas will be, you know, yeah, this yeah. way. It'd be better if we were a bit, you know, a hundred miles further north when we're going past this bit and stuff like that.
5: I will skip a little bit to say, Earhart does not like it. She initially grills you and second guesses you to the point where you're just going to snap and then eventually begrudgingly has to start backing off as more than once you're correct. So not in the case of, like, you've completely shown her up or anything, but
6: enough that she at least backs off. I'm not going to be particularly combative with her about any aspect other than how she treats the kobolds. So, like, the first few times, I'll press my point a little and then back off. Because I don't want to create a confrontation, but I'm very, very much not going to let her get away with mistreating the Kobolds. That's, like, that's the one issue we might snap over. But any other issue, Hammond is more likely to back down. Like, he'll, he'll make his case clear. He'll be like, this is what I think, this is what I've calculated. I'm pretty sure. But if you disagree that strongly, then you are the captain. If you see what I mean?
5: At no point has she ever demanded like overruled you when you know you're right. Yeah, yeah. But what she has done is go and check your working, and then you'll Absolutely. check your working and then she'll go check in again. When it comes to the kobolds, if I'm honest, the kobolds are treating Skrark as basically first mate.
3: <laughs>
5: to be clear, Ben, Skrk
3: is not creating any issues with Zolf. Oh, I didn't expect them to listen to me. I mean I don't actually share a language with them, so it's quite difficult to um, That's fine. Know. Their Japanese is improving. I don't speak it, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
5: in which case then, anyone else? Rolls. Zolf. you've already covered, obviously.
8: Sel will be chief engineer, I assume. That's
5: fine. I assumed as much, I just didn't want to presume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Azu?
7: I've decided she'll be good at, like, reading the skies for, like, upcoming storms and weather and stuff like that. Okay.
3: Give me a second to parse that. So, like, provides the data that Hamid then crunches. I mean, it sounds like a lookout to me. Stormseer! Well, what's the name of the person who's in like the crow's nest, right there? They yeah, do look have out. a lookout. Look right? yeah. What
7: yeah. I've written is Weather Girl.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know?
6: Now, now I'm seeing you as Karen from Mean Girls, and there's a thirty percent chance that it's already raining.
5: <laughs> Azu, what are your orc I see? Well, there's a cold front coming in on an <laughs> Easter day. Okay, uh, I'm going to make that lookout because there's a common lookout, misconception yeah. that the lookout is just meant to be there to like spot land and stuff. But that was originally their goal.
7: Yeah, weather girl slash lookout.
3: Just like they idea, because we're shipping, you're doing the shipping forecast. <laughs> Gaelic, <Gail increases laughs> yeah. yeah. Dro- <laughs> because to me,
7: to me it makes sense because she would have had to like keep an eye on the on the farm for like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it
5: does scan. It's fine. Although in this situation, the shipping forecast with Azu is far more likely to be. Hamid, Tumbling, Zolf Prominent. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Rude. I don't read that Campbell in public, all right? <laughs> That's a private Campbell. Yeah.
5: <laughs> okay, in that case then, I'm going to say three days into the journey then, Earhart has been keeping herself to herself apart oh from giving God, instructions Oh my God, I
2: forgot one other stuff. thing.
6: Oh, go on. Mm-hmm. I want to get to know Wilde better.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: He's here too.
6: And I want to understand what happened to him, the poor man. Mm. So I am going to
5: say that for the first three days, there is no opportunity for any of this, to be clear. Like, you are being run ragged, but for what it's worth, despite being a problem, she's a good teacher, Earhart. She teaches well, but she doesn't suffer fools. So at the end of the three days, Earhart summons everyone on deck to have a sort of party-wide discussion. The presumption, by the way, here is that there is not an autopilot, so someone's manning the helm, but it's literally everyone can hear. It doesn't matter. So, with that in mind, Earhart summons everyone together, and Zolf will have been warned about this. She's basically needing now to do a, a mission briefing with everyone about what to expect, problems to anticipate, and so on. Mm-hmm. Okay, everyone. Thanks for coming. I'll keep it brief, as always. A couple of things on the manifest, obviously. Um, please don't head into the cargo bay. I know a couple of people have been poking around. A lot of things in there will explode. Please don't do that. Anyway... We're here to talk about what's going to be coming on the horizon, figuratively speaking, of course. And part of that is discussing the dangers that are inevitable and the dangers that are probable. So you'll all know that we're traveling somewhere that people either don't go or shouldn't go. As part of that, we are likely to encounter freak weather systems, unusual creatures, and extremely high levels of magical distortion. It is a known fact that magical distortion will affect the ship's systems. There is a chance we may need to put down, do repairs, and set off again. I have flown in this region previously, in the outskirts. The fact that we have... She gives a sort of begrudgingly appreciative nod to Zolf. The fact that we have a spare elemental is going to be a heck of a useful situation. The fact that we have three is going to mean things are a lot more stable. But we are highly likely to encounter things. This is not going to be a straightforward journey. Does everyone understand me? Oh yeah. Yeah. Hi hi. Right. I mean,
8: what what probable and possible dangers uh, should we be expecting from from you, Captain? And if if just, I mean for clarity,
5: I feel I've made myself clear previously. We have a primary objective and we have a secondary objective. Our primary objective is to reach Svalbard. We do not sacrifice the primary objective for the secondary objective. The secondary objective is we kill Guive. To be clear, if it's possible to pursue our secondary objective and at the same time not endanger our primary objective, I expect you all to continue with the work. Rest assured, I'm not going to sacrifice the primary objective for the secondary. I'm not a poor captain. Should you have any further concerns? I have a first mate, that's why they're here. I Captain. Thank you, Mr. Smith. So, in terms of preparations to be made, Cell, I expect you to be working with Zolf in terms of getting our systems as resilient as possible, specifically for magical interference. Azu, you seem to be having a predilection towards lookout. Keep an eye out for unusual weather systems. I want to know if there are any fogs immediately. Okay. Hamid. We are going to have to tread a fine line between an efficient navigation route and a safe navigation route. We are going to be having to take a few unusual wiggles. You need to trust my judgement when I lay these out to you. I don't need to explain myself to you as to why we are taking this route. Aye aye, Captain. Good. I will, for the sake of speed, say she gives out specific stuff for other crew members as well, but I'm not going to lay them all out because otherwise I'm just going on and on and on. (laughs) At this stage, I don't think there's much more to address. As always, any problems, you can approach Zolf. That's all for now. Your training is going to be reduced. You may take leisure time at the appointed times. She then turns around and starts heading off to her significantly reduced captain's room, which is basically a hammock and a desk. Um, Mr. Smith, I expect you in my cabin in five. Aye, captain. She heads off. The rest of the crew... There is a thing that has started happening, which is that everyone in the crew has a tendency after any time that Earhart's been doing a thing like this to make eye contact with one another and go, <sighs> and then go about their work. <laughs> There's just a shared look with everyone on the ship, and then everyone
3: goes about their work. Well, that wasn't reassuring. I'd say it's an improvement.
8: I, I it, like she's, mm. she could have been a she's lot worse. Very much going to get us killed if she thinks that taking the ship to the edges of its tolerance to launch is... and then saying that we can't challenge her on on these unusual wiggles, quote-unquote. Like, these... What's to stop her taking us on a wiggle that makes us intercept uh, Guive? Like, I...
3: Our collective judgment. Mm.
7: I'm hoping that the launch was a one-off.
3: I suspect it was. Also, when you're on a ship like this... You need to listen, and there needs to be one voice of authority. This is not to be clear, although it may be foreign to you. That kind of attitude is normal for a captain. This is not Earhart being explicitly authoritarian or sh- behaving strangely. This is just normal. This is how it works.
8: I, I have spent time on ships, Zolf. All right. I, I have, I've, I've, I've traveled, and I've been, I've, I've worked in, in, in groups. I, I understand that it's, it's about trust. When, when someone has behaved erratically and, and appears to have uh, an overriding objective that does not fit with what would keep uh, a, a group that includes people that we have responsibilities to safe. That is what has me concerned.
3: I That's completely fair, and I have... Do you trust me?
7: Yes.
8: Uh, so, kind of pauses for a second and looks at you for a long time. Like, uh... Mr. Smith, you have occasionally been overly aggressive and occasionally curt or even rude, but I do believe that the ways that you have acted uh, have, have been been fair and uh, proportionate and sensible. So, yes, I, I trust you on this.
3: That's fair enough. Well, I will deal with Earhart. Okay. Well, if you need backup. Oh, I want backup. I'm not saying I'm going to deal with it alone, but Good. if you need somebody you can trust. If I can be that person, I will be. That's kind of my role as first mate. Earhart is is our only option, but I, that doesn't mean that I will follow her to our deaths. It
6: feels to me like being back in the air is starting to mellow her out a little, maybe, but she's still obsessed with her goal, but if what she says is true, and I don't have any reason to doubt that right now, I think we should be okay, and all of us have different areas of oversight you you know if it comes to you know a crisis situation as Zol says we're all going to follow her orders but you know in in the, the grander scheme of things each of us has our own ability to contribute to this vessel and to the decisions made on it and if any of us feel that she's genuinely endangering our lives completely then that's you know we will be forced to act, but hopefully it won't come to that. I guess, but I, I do share some of your concerns. So, as
3: do I. To be clear, I need to
6: yes, go see
8: her. Yes, you've. You forgot. But um, yeah.
3: All right, and I'll go. Okay. So heading to Earhart's cabin. Yeah. As you head into the cabin,
5: Earhart gestures you inside. Lock the door. Go right. I'll lock the door. There is enough space for you to sort of both be in there. If not comfortably, then at least like sensibly, you're not in each other's grill or anything. Yeah. Mr. Smith. Captain. You've proven yourself previously. I've seen you at your worst on your last journey here. Shit. You're a lot better than you were. And God knows I've got reason to trust you. I think there's going to be a mutiny on this vessel and I need
3: you to help me keep it down. <laughs> right. I think I'm going to have to roll a bluff, right? <laughs> like, that's only fair.
5: I am going to take a break there and then we can deal with it. Okay.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
4: Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com.
0: BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times
5: yeah bl- bluffs bluffs probably if there was ever a chance for it now's the time
7: <laughs> oh boy, oh, boy.
3: <laughs> oh I mean this still might not be good enough but 17
5: I don't know a, let's find out it's about together. as well
4: as
3: I can hope to do so yeah. I've done everything I can
5: <laughs> deliver and you'll see if it works
4: Oh. Right, yeah. You you yes. know you rolled
5: high enough that you didn't tank it. Like you yeah, know yeah, that yeah. you didn't tank it, so you don't have to be like
3: me I'm no mutiny. Yeah <laughs> Mutiny who? Me? No.
5: <laughs> so you, you
3: you know you haven't botched it, yeah, but yeah, I can't
5: yeah. I'm I'm gonna throw RPL decide. Fine.
3: I am giving a reasonable account, whether Earhart believes me is up to you. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Um really? I mean I can't imagine it would be from who are your suspects? Fair enough. Well, it's hard to tell.
5: I, I know that Kiko will follow orders to the end. Um, there's a history there, I won't go into it. In terms of your lot, I don't trust Cell. And I think that, out of all of them, Cell is the one most likely to push for a pragmatic solution. And I suspect that if Cell were to try and take command... They may be able to get, say, Barnes on side. Possibly Carter. Um, as for, as for Wild, I mean, I, I suspect he wouldn't miss an opportunity to be an ass. Yeah, that's
3: fair. I just have Of all
8: the things that Amelia has accused Cell of, it's finding a <laughs> pragmatic solution. <laughs> One thing they have never been guilty of in their life.
5: Yeah, yeah. In terms of people that I trust, that leaves you and Kiko's off
3: on the entire vessel. All right. Well, may I speak freely, Captain? Sure, why not? Well, you haven't exactly done much to earn these people's trust, have you? I'm the captain. I don't need to earn trust. But then you have to worry about a mutiny. Also, hang on a minute. That is not the Earhart I knew. Yeah.
5: That lands and she uh, turns and goes to the desk, pulls open a drawer. It's empty. And then slams it closed again, seemingly angry.
3: Yeah, No drinking. Now, I understand. I understand what you're going through. We have had this conversation before. It hurts. And it's terrible. But if you're sad about, in your mind, needlessly endangering people's lives and getting them killed, why do it again? You keep saying the word needlessly. You said that to me. About your original crew, you said that to me. Yeah, what we're doing now, that ain't needless. Do you really really think that and i say need in a wider sense than your personal vendetta because that is between you and a big old dragon that ain't with us right you're dragging other people into your personal stuff into your baggage right but we've got a bigger objective here i I don't think We are literally trying to save the world. And there are not many times you can say that, and that is not a massive overstatement. But right now, it's true, okay? So, as captain, you have a responsibility and a duty of care to your crew. So you need to, you know, shape up. Be a captain. In what way am I falling short of your
5: towering expectations, Mr. Smith?
3: Losing the trust of your crew. You can't just rely on me to hold people together. I'm going to try. I'm the first mate, and that's my job. But if a crew doesn't trust their captain, if you didn't trust your captain, and they tried to get you killed, would you mutiny? You're asking the wrong person. Fun
5: fact, I've never actually been a crew member.
3: Maybe you should try it sometime. Might change your perspective. Mm.
5: So what do you propose? As fun as these abstracts are, what do you actually
3: propose? What I propose is that you work a little more on your interpersonal skills. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to hold these people together. I'm going to do my job. But you got to do yours. That's what I need from you.
5: Earhart looks you in the, dead in the eye, spits in her hand and holds it out and says, I'll mind my P's and Q's, and I'll be a good little captain. And you are going to make sure that when stuff hits the engines, you know whose side you're on.
3: I promise I'll know whose side I'm on.
5: Oh, you've just prompted another
6: roll, my friend. Yeah, I have. a
7: flop, chicken half.
6: Plus one circumstance bonus for just, you know, yeah. being full-on balls-out confident. <laughs> okay, what's your bluff?
3: Nine. Did Ooh. you... Did you... Muck it up? Do you take her hand and shake it? I spit in my hand and I take it and I shake it.
5: Excellent. She shakes your hand? Mm-hmm. See to it, Mr. Smith will do, Captain. You cannot decide whether she believes you or not. <laughs> yeah. I'm
9: going
5: uh, I'm, to uh,
3: leave with a bit of uh, a clenchy bum time. <laughs> 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 clenchy bum time. <laughs> Be like, oh, they're going to go away with that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so, I am going to accelerate to that evening where that was, say, late afternoon, and we're heading into evening, evening, where people have got in the habit of chilling out on the deck for the simple reason that, although it's cold, there's not really that many places to hang out in that aren't full of weapons (laughs) or provisions. With that in mind, people have sort of started to build what can best be described as a sort of pseudo-bar, pseudo-bivouac kind of, like, chill-out area towards the front, towards the bow where it's the one place that has the least amount of important stuff, apart from, like, anchoring and things. So it's the one place that if you mill around, you're not in people's way actively. And I am going to say that the night crew on work detail are Kiko and... Kiko and scrock Meaning that everyone else, for the first time in God knows how long, actually has an element of leisure time and uh, uh, having a chill. Sigith breaks out an accordion and oh starts no. to play.
8: That, that's a that's a in person. Oh god, in character, yay! Yep,
3: yeah, a salty sea dog. If ever I did see one, <laughs> he does not sing; he just Thank plays. Thank goodness.
5: Friedrich was it? It was. yeah. yeah Friedrich is basically passing out some. Uh, and nah, then let's call it grog, stuff like that. It's it's watered down
3: because you've got a long way to go, but yeah, it's okay. So it's the question here. Do we have, basically, we've got a bunch of rubbish booze, but we have none of, like, the captain's reserve booze. Effectively, yeah.
5: If you want to engage with people on a social setting, now's a good time. Azzy sets up a dartboard. Nice. Good shout.
7: <laughs> and uh, she just sort of looks at them in general, and she's like, shall we have a game? You all right? I... I- I think I'd rather just... I'll just... It, so it's...
8: I'll, I'll give a it a go.
7: In there. <laughs> Have you played before? Yeah, once or twice. All right.
8: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was clearly in the college darts team.
5: <laughs> Friedrich steps up and kind of... Uh, stands
3: awkwardly, doesn't say anything, but implies that he would like to get involved. Excellent. I think, actually, given that Cell is backing out, I will also back out and go sit with them mm-hmm. and not necessarily immediately start a conversation, but with the intent to later on, I think.
7: Just sure. chilling. That's fine. Vibing. Okay. Azu gives Friedrich the first dart as a gesture of let's be friends.
5: Okay. Is it a normal-sized dart?
7: I mean, they're they're, they're big enough that Azu could also hold them Okay it still is
5: dwarfed in his enormous hands again pardon the oh. uh, unintentional pun oh, yeah. <coughs> his hands are to azu's hands as azu remembers like her father's hands when she was young Aww. are they mechanically large hands yes they okay. are they are massive they are his his hands basically brush along the floor as he walks around so he has a large oh creature's God. hands on a medium-sized or arms on a medium-sized body he has I didn't want to go down this route for obvious reasons, but to be clear, he has a sort of orangutan vibe in terms of like arm length relative to body, but they're not thin, they are built.
7: They're like that dude from the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. And they
5: are covered now in warped tattoos. You get the impression that they might once have been good tattoos and they have been just stretched out of shape.
3: So something like an enlarged person that went wrong, maybe, sort of Mm. thing. Like, I'm not saying that's the reason, but that could be.
8: Yeah we said we knew that it was it was an exposure to a magical field right yeah. Mm. yeah
5: yeah yeah he starts to uh he starts to throw and uh breaks the board in two
7: <clears throat> is rubbish oh
5: mm, yes i never was any good at games
7: well the point isn't winning it's uh having fun how about we uh we have two teams And Azu, like, divides everyone into teams.
3: (laughs) Is Azu loving it as much as Helen obviously is? Yes!
6: (laughs) Hamid has the opposite problem to Friedrich in that the dart is really big in his (laughs) tiny
8: hands. (laughs) To throw it like a javelin. (laughs)
6: <laughs> He's reasonably good at throwing it accurately But it doesn't always embed itself into the dartboard Because oh, <laughs> no. he can't throw it with enough force I'm really glad we're not
5: filming this Because it would take so much clever editing and forced perspective <laughs>
7: <laughs> Is Wilde there, Alex?
5: Wilde is there And he is oh. quietly observing He has a notebook in hand and is writing in it He will not join in
7: Oh, Well, Azu does offer
5: He
6: politely declines Where, where are you from originally, Friedrich? It's not a Japanese name, I guess. Me? No.
5: Germany, originally. But times change. Been travelling a long time. Longer than most. Further than most. How about you?
6: Well, yeah, I grew up in Cairo, but spent quite a long time in um, London and England and then all over the place for a little while before we ended up here. Hmm. Done a journey like this before. No, we, we, we flew with Earhart once from P- Paris to Prague. And, I mean, yeah, the longest journey before that was probably Cairo to England on a on a, on a ship. Nothing quite like this. I, mean, I don't know how many people have ever done anything quite like this. What about you? He reaches
5: out and uh, pats you on the shoulder with a hand that takes up most of your torso. <laughs> <laughs> don't lose that optimism. And he uh, heads over and sits for someone else to take their turn.
7: Oh. Aww. Barnes, how about you? What, have I travelled? No, it's your go with the darts <laughs> oh, right, oh, right, yeah
8: <laughs> What, you want an intimate backstory? Oh, no! no, no uh, just,
7: shut just up,
5: Barnes.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Barnes Barnes is pretty good <laughs> He's not showing off In fact, you get the impression he's probably holding back a little bit To generate some goodwill <laughs> He's quite good, even so <sighs> This is not even 10% of my power There's an awkward moment where someone asks him a question, he turns and answers the question and still throws the dart exactly where he wanted to, and then notice, catches himself and throws the next one slightly rubbish. That kind of thing.
7: Okay, so Azu's going to try and start a conversation with Barnes because, like, they haven't really spoken since, uh, to my memory, since they were in the cell together.
5: Oh, yeah, they all got absolutely smashed and then basically never spoke again.
7: yeah. (laughs) Like, Bart just went to sleep on the stairs. University <laughs> day is really.
8: Nice.
5: <laughs> yes. I'm just saying, Azu, that you're the kind of friend that you only have, you know, when we're drinking. That's the thing we have in common.
7: Whoa. Oh, my God. No. I hope he doesn't no. do He that. doesn't.
5: Yeah. No, okay. absolutely not. No. Thank no. God. I am,
2: I
7: am um. dealing
5: with enough horrible, horrible demons on this journey without introducing those.
7: <laughs> okay, so Azu says, so... You used to be a uh, commander or an admiral, something...
5: A <laughs> uh, little difference between the two, commander.
7: What was that like?
5: It was really nice being certain ah. about everything, all the time. Makes things easier, you know? I'm told it's a lot like faith. I mean, I don't... I'm, I'm not a god person, you know? But, uh, yeah, there's, there's something to be said for knowing... That the thing you're doing is right because you know it's every it is right you know it, it is because it's built in.
7: I agree. That is a very good feeling.
5: All of this cloak and dagger and suspicion and <sighs> it gets a bit much.
2: Mm.
5: Mind you, could be worse. Smells a lot less on an airship than it does on a uh, water vessel.
7: <laughs> Fun fact for you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> So what happened? What? How How did you end up doing all this? Apart from, you know, the end of the world, like how, you know, the rest of it.
5: Well, I stuck with the meritocratic navy a bit longer than I probably should have. And at first the orders were normal. Then the orders were less tactical, you know?
7: Mm. Yes, well, said something similar.
5: Then the orders were bad. And then the orders were really bad. Mm. And, uh... Let's put it this way. Uh, Earhart, she seems a lot more stable than the people I was having towards the end. Um, Oh, dear. Yeah. I was ordered to fire on a bunch of civilians, so I, uh, I killed my commanding officer, if you must know.
7: Sounds like good for you, really.
6: Oh, that must have been a really tough choice. I'm sorry you had to go
5: through that. Don't be. It was nice to be certain about something again. Hmm. Just means that now I have to take my own orders to a degree, but uh, yeah, it wasn't the navy. By the time I left, it was what it's become.
7: Mm.
5: There's there's a reason that they're in a navy anymore. Let's leave it at that.
7: I see. But yeah,
5: could be worse. Like I said, the foods. At there. least it's not smelly. Exactly, exactly. He hands the uh, darts <laughs> over for another round with everyone. <laughs> I am going to wrap that socialising there, unless anyone has anything additional they want to chase on the socialising side. I'm aware that I still need to do Zolf and Cell at the uh, other end of things. Yeah. Is there anything else to do with the darts that people want, or is that just kind of initial little foray?
7: Yeah, that's just a little, whats your backstory, <laughs> Sexy pirate. Breaking the
6: ice activity, wasn't it? It was nice.
7: Yeah. And everyone is sad. And here is my
8: house's worth of marbles.
5: <laughs> <laughs> right i am gonna jump to round things out with zolf and cell zolf the trusted confidant who definitely will put down any kind of mutiny that we could possibly <laughs> be suggested by anyone
3: 100 percent. yeah so uh, uh, as i said like i'm not gonna immediately trying to jump into a conversation have a drink and will do so if cell doesn't start one and obviously if cell leaves in a i don't want to have a conversation where i won't like chase it down so up to you, Lid.
8: Oh, no, they're, they're gonna kind of. Right, self. Should I should I call you first mate Smith?
3: <laughs> no, self is fine. Sure. <laughs> As I said before, if there's a crisis, listen to me. If the captain ain't about, but beyond that, it's nothing. I'm just looking after our heart. Um, by the by, she suspects that you might be uh, likely to mutiny.
8: <laughs> well, d- did she spec other other?
3: Apparently not. So that's good. Ah. Um But, and I also, sorry, Alex, I'm making the assumption, and I feel you would have mentioned it, Earhart isn't here.
8: Earhart's
5: in her cabin. Fine.
3: Yeah, although I think, I think I might have got through to her a bit. We'll see how the next couple of days goes. But um she had to be reminded of some of the duties of Captain C that maybe she forgot.
8: The problem I should, I should make clear, Zolf, uh, that the, the problem is not that she isn't polite. I... I don't mind that. It's the it's the burning fire of self destruction. You know, I I recognize that, and I know that, you know that that rage turned inwards has is uh, can be can be almost infinite. You know, it, it can it can excuse things, and it can it can can turn people into something monstrous. I you know, and, and I I I say that because I I know that, uh, and I I know that it can. It can cause ex- extraordinary damage to those that might happen to be nearby, and I, I believe that I could probably get out of almost any situation that Captain Earhart gets us into. I mean, I've I've heard uh, from from people things about these Russian wastes, but let me tell you, the the crossing America uh, on your own is is not an easy is not an easy path uh, itself, and I, I would have very much liked to have had an airship of points in that time. You know, it's it's the it's the other people, and it's it's you know the group itself, I, which I, w- I would like to protect.
3: I look. I'm not going to pretend I know exactly what you're talking about, but I have my own version of that, and I understand where that can come from. That is what I had a conversation with Earhart about. Not about being more polite, but about allowing other people to be consumed by your own self-destructive tendencies. So. We'll have to see how it goes. I'm not saying the problem is resolved. I doubt the problem is resolved, but hopefully, again, another incremental improvement. And I also want to say that your assessment of me earlier is, um, is pretty bang on, and I'm sorry about that.
4: I uh,
8: I I think I think when we're when we're all under stress, it's off, Uh we we can we can do and say difficult things, and I. I know that at times I am, I'm I, I, I'm almost too light-hearted. I understand that. Uh, you know, the crackle of electricity is a beautiful and wonderful thing most of the time. But sometimes you can be too energetic and bright. And that becomes a problem. And, and, and so I understand that may have been difficult for you in, in its own way. And I, I am glad that we've had this conversation. Me too. And that we can move forward together. I, I, I respect you, Zolf. Uh, And I'm I'm looking forward to getting to know you more. Yeah, me too. And on that, I think
5: I'm going to end the episode there rather than with an explosion. I don't know if it's the right call.
8: Uh. (laughs) I want to
5: try something new. It's an explosion
3: (laughs) of emotion!
5: I hate it. Okay, something explodes uh, The <laughs> ship, the ship explodes with everyone in it. No! The only- Maybe oh, the
6: real nuts. explosions were the friends we made along the way.
5: Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I think I think we have the components for a long, sad, and interesting journey. Right?
7: Yeah. Hopeful. <sighs> Hoping hopeful.
6: Slow burn, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Slow yeah. Burn.
7: Gonna have a kiss at the end. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> what, what's this arc is it a sort of pseudo conspiracy arc where you don't know who to trust there's mutinies that run rife and everyone's fighting for control
3: nah hat a full airship <laughs> it's love in a time of hardship which is a really good Campbell novel actually one of his earlier ones.
5: <laughs> well whilst I write that camera. time the to write it, our like... own
3: Campbell novel baby <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah a little bit right until then we'll see you next week bye everyone bye, bye. bye. Rusty Quill cool Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by April Sumner. To subscribe, buy merchandise or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill. visit us on Facebook or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website or on Reddit at r RustyQuill. Thanks for listening. Can everyone please either take your headphones off or something apart from Bryn? I need to ask something of Bryn. Ooh,
8: Ooh, secret! He's using the technology for mystery.
5: Editor, you may want to cut this anyway. Uh, Bryn.
2: Hi, everyone. Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Ron Dempsey. Ashley Coles. Cassafrasean. Poor Potato. Inga Everson. Grace Tallman, Mikey Reed Kane, Francesca Monti, Bailey Moore, Katie Dibb, Algie, Julia R., Skeet Post, Aline Bischoff, Ilse van der Kemp, Valerie Sizemore, Carnessa, Quintastic, Erin Kemery, Lidge, Chiara McWigan, Danielle Rutowski, Angel, Sidney Wood, Kaylee Rowena, Anya Joch Murray Uwu, J, Xpityx. Seb Ponce, Grace Francese, Gemma A, Alexander Nicholas, Bridget Beatty, S. Pollock, Basil, Cara Somberg, Jess Marie, Binthibub, Stephanie Ann Sauter, Charlie, Bailey Wind, Tanya Angel, Charlotte Hassel, Eli, Maya Cousins,
5: Chris Twahhi, Kristen C. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them? Go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards.